Yeah. All right. Awesome, brother. Yeah, man. We're finally doing this, man. I really appreciate your time, man. This is the um, the great Ryan Mills, man. I appreciate it. What's up? Yeah, man. And I was just telling you know everybody that might be watching or listening um that you know you have a YouTube channel um it's, you know, it's, it's like skateboard content and um uh, I'm such a big fan of like YouTube skateboard content. My my wife, she's so patient with me. That's what I'm always watching is just like YouTube skate content, including your videos. And yeah, man, awesome. I said I'm a, I'm a big fan of your videos. Um, I, I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Um, you know, introduce yourself, introduce your channel, your brand, and just let people know what it is that you do. I'm going to make sure first you can hear me, right? I can. Crystal clear, awesome. golden. Cool. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan Mills. Uh, I'm from Enterprise, Alabama, the South. Uh, I am a co-owner of a clothing company called Soap Company Clothing. Okay. And uh, the YouTube channel got brought on pretty much from COVID-19. So. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I found myself in a very similar boat. You know, I I, the, I have two podcasts and they both started, you know, over the course of the quarantine. You know, we all find we all found ourselves in a position of, you know, most likely had more time on our hands, most likely needed to find new ways to get our messages out. Yep. And I feel you, bro. I'm right there with you, man. That's cool. We've been at this journey about the same amount yeah. of time as far as the YouTube stuff goes. That's great, man. Um, how, how long you've been skating? Uh, about 20 years, 20 years, man. That's, that's impressive, brother. That's really cool, man. That's, yeah. um, that's pretty much, it's rare. And I, I guess I'm the rare exception that I'm talking about, but it's rare that you meet somebody like in a grown person who's been skating for a short amount of time. You know what I mean? Typically yeah. if you meet like a grown adult that's skating, they've been skating since they're a kid. And that's really what it takes to get really good at, you know, it's so, it's something that it takes a lifetime to, you know, not even perfect, you know, it takes a lifetime to get good at, you know, and uh, yep. that's, that's what I just love about it is just like the endless possibilities, the endless rabbit hole. Like there's no such thing as perfection. It's kind of, it's going to sound like the, probably the lamest non-skateboarding comparison ever, but it, it, a lot of people describe golf in a similar way. Like it's a hard game that, you know, it right. takes forever to get good at and, I don't know. It's kind of not probably not many people would compare skateboarding to golf, but there you go. That's right. That's what yeah. you come to dreadful talk for these these fire hot yeah. takes, uh, <laughs> man. But um, but that's what's up. Twenty years, man. And so so you started when you were a little kid and just kept at it all the way through. Yeah, I started when I was probably six, seven years old, and uh, yeah. I quit. Well, I say quit, but I had a family and just got into other things. So I stopped for probably five or six years. Okay. And started back about three years ago. Hell yeah. So. No, that's what's up, man. That, that's, that's very common. Yeah. That's like, I, I, like I said, I say I haven't been skating a long time, but kind of similar, but with a bigger gap. Like I started skating when I was like around seven, about the same as you. And I, you know, yeah. I, I did it pretty consistently up until I was like 12, you know, um, and then I started focusing more on like football and other things. And um, right. I, uh, I remember I, I had this distinct memory. I had, uh, I remember I was like 12 years old and I was a pretty decently big kid. You know, I played football and stuff. And um, I, I remember um, like at that moment at 12 years old, I was already like bigger than like Rob Dyrdek and like a lot of pro skaters. And I compared, it's like the moment that like a really short kid figures out he may not be going to the NBA, you know, like, oh man, <laughs> 
this may not be the, the sport for me. I don't know if I have the right build. So, yeah, you know, I went on to focus um, on football. And, you know, football took me, you know, decently far. I played a little bit in college and stuff. And I uh, – but I took, like, 15 years off of skateboarding. And then, um, yeah, last Christmas my wife bought me a board. And then soon after the pandemic hit, and it just kind of was the perfect storm. And I was like, fuck yeah. it, let me hop back on. You've been thing. killing it, though, man. Oh, man, it's been so much fun. I, I love it. Another big reason I got back into it, too, out here in California, all the gyms have been closed since, like, March. I think now they're That's just – That's crazy. Yeah, man, I think they're just starting to open some stuff up, and there's, like, some parking lot gyms and stuff. But, I don't know, I didn't want to do all that. And so, yeah. I'll be real, I was, I was putting on that quarantine 15, baby, and I was just getting a little <laughs> too thick. And I was like, man, let me, I got to find something to get me active. And like, it was cool because I'm out here in the Bay Area, some of like the strictest lockdowns in the whole country. But one That's thing great. that was pretty much open the whole time was skate parks, especially like the outdoor skate parks. Um, yep. There was one that had like some weird rules. You had to like make an appointment. But I was like, well, there's like 15 other skate parks to choose from. I'll just go somewhere make else. Make an so, appointment. Yeah. yeah, it was weird, man. I think it's the Santa Clara skate park. So I'm in San Jose and like, Santa Clara is okay. just like right up the road, like uh, where like the 49ers stadium is. And uh, it's only like a 15 minute drive, 10 minute drive for me. So I got the skate park looks dope online, but yeah, I haven't, yeah. I've never been able to go there. Cause I showed up one day and they're like, Oh, do you have an appointment? And I was like, I said, I had the same reaction as you. I was like an appointment for a skate park. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, Oh, COVID. And I was like, whatever, I'll go somewhere else. But, uh, <laughs> but man, that's what's up, man. And that's kind of something I want to talk at too. Cause um. I've actually kind of been on both sides of the coin. So like, I grew up in Oklahoma and, um, and I, I used to remember skateboarding as a kid in Oklahoma and it's just, and then coming down here as an adult and skateboarding in like the Bay area, one of like the meccas of skateboarding, yep. it's two very, very different things. And so I want to talk, I wanted to let you talk a little bit, just as your experience being a skateboarder in the South, like, um, and you're in Alabama, I have a lot of followers and, and you know, uh, listeners of the podcast that are from Oklahoma. And, you know, Oklahoma and Alabama have certain things in common, but, it, you know, it's not nearly as far south as Alabama. Um, but, uh, and then like I said, now I live out here in the Bay Area, completely different culture, especially yeah. when it comes to skateboarding. But yeah, just talking about, you know, skateboarding in the South, like, you know, like access to skate park, just maybe some of the stigmas, like I know, I know, like, in, when I was in Oklahoma, skateboarding was, like, kind of much less common and kind of more fringe. And then out here in California, it's so mainstream. You see, like, the other day I was at the skate park. I shit you not, bro. And I saw a, a three generations of family. There was a grandpa, a, a dad about my age, and then, like, a little girl about five. And they were all skateboarding together. That's three generations. awesome. It, it was a beautiful thing. So That's like, yeah, awesome, man. It's ingrained in the culture. But, yeah, it's, a, it's probably, I imagine, let me know if I'm wrong, it's a little bit different out there in Enterprise, Alabama. <laughs> it's a lot different. Yeah, man. Uh, Enterprise, Alabama is about 30 minutes away from where Jamie Thomas grew up. Mm. So when I started skating, um, I was too young to really remember a lot of stuff. But – during that time and probably 2010 2011 the street scene here was pretty big okay um but it's always like hitting waves okay so you'll have you'll have a lot of skating at one point and then it'll just be dead for a while but as far as skate parks let's see public skate parks in alabama there's probably there's probably three Three in the whole, in the whole state like, you're talking about? Yeah, like, and, like, 
the ones that are being used. There's some that are still around, but they you can't skate them anymore. They're just trash. Yeah. But yeah. uh, it's slowly starting to pick up. But like for instance, in Enterprise, we fought for well over 20 years here for a park. We've had DIYs that've been they've been shut down and all that. But wow. 20 i'd say a good 20 years we've been fighting for a park and they put which you know i'm 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 blessed you know we're all blessed to have it so no complaining but after 20 years we get a skate park and they gave us like three ramps and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man, but, but that's cool though that you were part of kind of that grassroots movement to get a skate park yeah. because i've I've seen online videos and read about people doing that, but man, to be part of that first, you know, hands-on, well, that's really awesome. We're uh, we're hitting a new wave right now, and you've probably seen some videos of the Taylor DIY. We call it the Mega Ramp Park, and okay. those dudes out there are killing it. Um, wow, I need to check that out. Yeah, they've uh, they've gotten help from Skate Light and other oh wow other people out from California. Like it's a really big movement out there right now. So those dudes are killing it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no, I I love like it's almost across the board. Almost all skate companies like like give back in some way, especially like the ramp companies like Skate Light and like yep. Keen Ramps and like companies like that like they're always just like doing cool shit just to like that doesn't even necessarily help their business it just helps like skaters right. and it's 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 cool man it's a that's been a really thing that's really like drawn me into skateboarding as much as skateboarding itself it is kind of just that like community and and, and it's it's funny because i feel like a lot of skateboarders are stigmatized and like uh a lot of people probably wouldn't think it's like a very welcoming community, but like to me, it's been the exact opposite. It's, like I, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. I've been essentially welcomed with open arms, and I mean, I'm not your typical skater. Like I'm 230 pounds. I'm, I'm, you know, I was 26 years old, re relearning how to ollie. Like, you know, it's not like I like necessarily fit in when I go to the skate park, but still, nobody ever let let it, that be an issue or made it weird or anything. Yeah, people. I've seen it on. Uh... A lot of the groups me and you are part of, people are yeah. always asking, like, I want to, how to be confident enough to go to a skate park. And it's not even that, just go. Like, majority yeah. of the time, people are in their own worlds, just having fun, doing their own yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only way people will come down your road is if you're, like, in people's way or, like, right. snaking people. Like, there is, like, certain etiquette, but it's not rocket science. And, you know, just pay attention. And for the most part, you can kind of get in where you fit in. Or, find a little beginner corner a small obstacle to kind of practice some stuff on I'm i uh, i get frustrated skating at skate parks man just because i'm an impatient person by nature like i've asked my mom ever since i was a kid always been impatient and like uh saying it's you know i'm in a very heavily populated area i mean if you like the whole population of the whole bay area added up is probably somewhere close to like 20 million people i mean it's it's, it's a very it's probably popular. alabama <laughs> yeah man and, and so like, even though there's so many skate parks, they're pretty much all busy, especially if you go at, like, an after-school, after-work kind of hour. Oh, yeah. And, um, and that's fine. It's actually a beautiful thing to see that many people skating and enjoying it and not much of the community. Like, But, like, as far as, like, if you're trying to, like, learn a new trick or, you know, perfect, like, a little kind of 
segment of your skating right. and it's just like oh man you just want to go go yeah. go like as soon as you bail you want to pick up your board run back and hit it again but try like, it you again yeah you you can't <laughs> always do that man it's just like takes you you know it takes me back to like being a little kid and like learning how to share for like the first time like god damn it god damn yeah. it man i just want to sure, fucking man. skate man uh, but yeah man that's cool though so you guys you guys got your own skates uh skate park you said there's a decent little street scene down in alabama um yep. what about like culture wise like do you feel like like maybe some of like the good old boys kind of look sideways out of their eyes at you guys or is it pretty ex accepted down there uh mm. it's a little bit of it, both maybe yeah it's a little bit of both we have we we have a lot of those guys those type of people that um, support us and cheer us on and then you have the uh, Alabama side <laughs> the southern side that yeah man well it's just like I went to my son's baseball practice tonight and I'm dressed I like dressing like a 90s skater that's what I'm from I, I yeah. like a loose fit and showed up to the park or not the park the baseball field tonight and they like looked at me all weird I'm like man at a skate park or somewhere you would never get that it doesn't yeah. matter you know yeah so, yeah for, for sure man it I, just uh, varies yeah it varies yeah and that's everywhere man that's everywhere man but it it is it is really cool man like i said just being out here so like i bet alabama's kind of like this like in oklahoma like football is like entrenched into the culture like like it's like a part of the culture like the whole family god football like that's like the pillars of society right there especially like in small towns and stuff i said i imagine alabama might be similar that's how it was in oklahoma and like uh but i swear it's it's like out here in california like that's literally how skateboarding is with the culture like it's literally got schools it, out there for that yeah it's part of the culture like i say you'll see families of generations at the skate park together Man. you'll see um like you'll even just be like in restaurants and there'll be like skate pictures on the wall or bars there's like skate bars like it's like it's part of the culture, like dating back, like before I was even born, you know, like the original, like, like, you know, in the, back in the day, like Steve Caballero was from the Bay area. And like, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of skaters from the Bay area. And like, they just really built up the culture. And uh, I said, it, it's, it's cool. It's, 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 and then it's the opposite. Cause I went to a high school football game out here and it reminded me of like a middle school football game in Oklahoma. Like nobody gave a shit. Like it's, so it's like, it's like flip flops. It's like they, they substituted like skateboarding. So it's cool. Like I said, I've lived in both places. So it's kind of cool. I just appreciate that kind of different dynamic. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, man. So um, talk a little bit. I'm interested. I've never, I don't think asked you this. Um, what is like the kind of the story or inspiration behind like the name and the brand of like the soap? Like what's that kind of whole? You're going to like, you're going to like this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Let me know. Cause you do a little bit of the MMA fighting and all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right? I'm a big fan. I have an MMA podcast for sure. I don't personally fight, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm the co-owner. Uh, my buddy, Josh Jones is the owner. I'm pretty much the face of the company. Uh, but I was a little confused whenever I saw the name of it. And he's he's local. Okay. So a lot of people around here know about Soap Company. But I had asked him, I'm like, dude, what is Soap Company clothing? Like, wh where did you get Soap Company from? And uh, <laughs> Fight Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay so it's, nice. it's a he's a really big fan of Fight Club and uh, – kind of brought it in there of course we don't uh promote fight club or anything like that but 
yeah, it's just, just something kind of loosely really correlated. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, that's what's up, man. I definitely had to ask this. So, but that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I honestly, I'll be real. I didn't know that it was like a real yeah. ass company that you were a real ass owner of, man. Congratulations. That's yeah. that's awesome. I Thank uh, you. I man, it's crazy. The older I get, like I'm, you know, you become aware of like your spending power and like what businesses you're supporting. And like, man, I don't even remember the last time I like bought a shirt like just off the rack like i've been not buying yeah. nothing but like supporting like people's brands and like because right. you know it, i don't know I, it's uh i get so much more pleasure out of that than i do yeah. just like going to target and picking like a random shirt you know what i mean well, that's and how we like, that's how we run our company too like we don't just buy our merchandise from some big company we we use a small company so that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, I, I, my mom growing up was a small business owner. Like, I've always had a, you know, soft spot in my heart for small businesses. And just like, like I said, that, that, that grassroots and small companies and skateboarding, like that goes hand it's, in hand. Like that's like the, the same history. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the history of how it all, how it all started. And it's crazy how some of those companies, you know, blew up real big. And oh yeah. What, what's, what's wild to me is that the, how like in skateboarding, brands kind of come in and out of style you know what i mean there's brands that'll be on top of the world for a certain period of time and then now i don't know they kind of fall off it, it, it's interesting there's there's only been a select few brands that i feel like have been able to sustain kind of over time right but um no that's what's up man um so like yeah just um what if if you had to like sum up your like skating style, like the, like your favorite kind of obstacles to skate, like what what like what you know when it comes to the actual skating side of things, you know, like what kind of stuff are you into, man? Uh, I was into, and I've always been into like gaps, okay, uh, stairs, drops. Which here in Alabama, that's pretty much all you got to skate. We don't have a lot of street stuff, okay. Um, but here recently, I've been getting injured a lot because I'm getting older. Yeah, man. <laughs> So I'm more, and even like watching videos and stuff, I find myself more interested in uh, quick feet, just like crazy quick stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I'd ra I'd much rather watch somebody almost like Andy Anderson. I don't know. <laughs> dude, yeah, the dude yeah. blows my mind. But yeah, he, uh, he connects tricks in a crazy way. And I'd much rather watch that than somebody just continually drop 20 feet in the air yeah so. no for sure that's uh that's an interesting way to look at it yeah man oh man watching andy anderson is like mesmerizing man it's it's hypnotizing like uh and, and you know i'm not like obviously he plans his his, his lines like obviously but like when you're watching it on on tape it all it just looks like he's just kind of making it up on the fly you know it's it's, it's just a cool crazy man so such a cool unique style um man it's like what's the biggest stiff that you have ever all Oh, I haven't done like a big one. It might have been like nine. I just I mean, hell, that's pretty big. I mean it's big, me. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's big, but I've seen uh the guy I'm filming a part for, I've mentioned it a few times in a video in some videos, but the that dude right there is gonna blow people's minds. Uh, okay. I cannot wait for Oh yeah. It's gonna be nuts. But he's like when I watch people like that, I'm like, how like how do you have that big of kahunas to even do that type of stuff, man? 
man, not only the stones, but just like, my, I don't know, I said this, how you know, I'm getting older. Like when I watch people all the like fucking 20s, they're just ridiculous shit. Like, like my ankles hurt, like watching the video. Like yeah. how does your fucking body like and knees and ankles and all that. But uh, it's certain, certain people just, just have that right flexibility or I don't yeah. know what it is, but it's just, it's just like in other sports, I guess, you know, like there's certain football players who, you know, can play 20 years and never get injured. And then there's certain guys, you know, that get injured all the fucking time. Like different people's bodies right. just react differently to shit. But yeah, no, when I watch somebody go real big, I'm just like, my ankles, like I like cringe this, watching it, man. This video part that we're putting together, it's going to make you cringe the whole time. And Hell yeah. It's big. It's going like, big. Since, like, I've kind of slowed down on bigger stuff, I started focusing more on filming, which is where the YouTube channel started up at, you know, yeah, like, yeah. along with COVID. But, like, just being behind the lens, we'll pull up, pull up to a spot, and I'm like, holy crap, dude. And I have to sit here and film this guy just hit his body on the ground multiple times till he lands it. So. Man, falling is an art. Falling is an art. Like it really is. Like like whenever whenever I can watch somebody yeah, like try a big stair set and eat shit and get up and do it again. Like, but like I said, people people really have not mastered the art of falling. That's what I need to do, bro. Every fucking time I fall, my two hundred and thirty pounds as lands straight on the same elbow every time, dog. You get that oh, swellbow, huh? <laughs> oh, dog, man, it's. It, it, and it just it just keeps happening. It's just part of life now. Like this well, that's, just like stays in skating up. too. When you're learning, like the first thing, it's funny, but the first thing you need to learn how to do is you need to learn how to fall. It's it's great advice. Take it from yep. me, everybody. Take it from me. Yeah, just, just launch yourself. Take it from me ground. too, man. I got a sprained ankle because I don't know how to fall, and I've been skating for twenty years. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. It's it is um. It really is this kind of yin yang because like skating keeps you in phenomenal shape. Like like there's yep. a reason why you don't see too many you know fat skaters for lack of a better word. I mean it keeps you in shape, but uh, it also can bang you up too. So it's like it's good for you and bad for you all at the yeah. same. You're time. You're not in bad shape though. Oh no, I'm getting there. I, uh, before I've been before I started skating again, I was I was getting a little sloppy, but I mean I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I. Uh, I, I think in the, I think this summer I think this summer I'm gonna have some long hot summer oh, you days. Get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that, man. I really am, and I'm man. looking forward to that because I I, I kind of split time between San Jose and Lake Tahoe. At least like I have been in the past couple months, and um and right now when I go up to Tahoe, there's really not it's covered in snow. Like the skate park is literally filled with snow, and like so I. Uh, you know, like a Whole Foods parking lot is essentially the best I get when I get when I go up there. So like, kind of, that's been a little tricky with my progression. Like, you know, but I've got it. May it forced me to skate flat ground more, which is cool. Like, because before that, I was not skating any flat ground. I was pretty much only skating transition. Have you tried to learn uh, like slappies? Yeah, I'm. I'm just now getting into that. Yeah, I got that little slappy no slide. So hard, man. Yeah. I, I need to I need to find me a nice a nice curb. Like I said, everybody skates out here, so all the good curbs are a lot of like essentially worn down. Like like <laughs> it, that's another thing about like California like skate culture. Like uh, either either a spot's really worn down for being skated so much, or everybody's so like wise to it that they skate everything skate stopped. Like 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 all, like you know what I mean. So that's many crazy. things are skate stopped, and it's a damn shame because like otherwise like the whole city would be like one big skate park. Uh, but uh, but man, um, 
So as somebody who's been skating, as you said, for 20 years, you know, give or take some gaps, but uh, how have you noticed kind of skate culture change over the years? Like, you know, whether that be fashion or music or like just what's acceptable, what's cool. Like, you know, like, cause like everything, if you go back and watch an NBA game 20 years ago, it don't look the same as an NBA game now. Right. Same can be said for NFL and skateboarding is no different. You know, it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. Uh, as far as style <clears throat> or fashion, that's, I see. All right. Starting in the 90s, it was kind of like loose clothes, and then you get to the 2000s, and people are wearing, like, skinny jeans and shit. And yeah. then now it's starting to get – it's kind of both right now, but it's kind of leaning back more towards the 90s, which I'm in love with. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I noticed that. As far as that, I'm sure that'll always, you know what I'm saying, almost like waves. You'll oh, have yeah. certain styles at some point or whatever, but – uh. I think also with the way times are changing in the world, uh, not just with skating, but in general. Uh, yeah. Skate well, skaters skaters in general are more open to anything, so everything's being accepted. You can go out and skate in a dress, and nobody's gonna care. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think um, I know the, the dude you're talking about. I yeah. don't even know if it's cool to say dude. I don't know. I'm not trying to get in trouble, but yeah, I, I think I know exactly what right. you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. what, which it is cool, like, like that, like, uh, yeah, like everybody thinks like skate style is a thing, but you'll go to the skate park and see 20 different styles, you know what I mean? It's not you, like you, one yeah. unified style. You, uh, and I've heard this many of times here recently, like, you skate good when you, like, feel good. So, like, you go out in your best fit and your favorite fit, you're going to skate good. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have fun, no bad vibes. So I, I think that's where where this all is at right now is whatever yeah. you feel like wearing, go out and wear it, man. Yeah, yeah. no, And, and nothing's worse than, like, doing something. Like, I, I've done this before. Like, uh, I've – because I'll be real. Like, I, I honestly kind of look at skateboarding as, like, exercise, which I know is weird. That's not, like, how a lot of skaters look at it. And it's, like, so, like, it's not uncommon for me to wear, like, sweats or shorts or something. When I, I kind of dress like I'm going to the right. gym in a way. And it, I know that's not typical for most skaters. But I got to be real. Like, yeah, it's whack when you do something nice, but in the clip, your fit's not dope. But it's, it does look whack. I got to <laughs> be real. It looks whack. It looks so much better. Nigel Houston does that shit a lot, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, uh, and it's, it's, it's it, I, but I know what you mean, you have the, 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 the fashion and skateboarding always goes hand in hand, and like, because it looks doper on camera and film, um, and, and it is cool, it is, uh, it's, it's just another way to express yourself, and it's, uh, you know, skateboarding and fashion have always been hand in hand, oh, at least, yeah. you know, it has, since at least the 90s, you know, um, but yeah, no, that's, that is cool, I, I love, like, uh, watching just the, um, you know, the evolution of that like i don't know uh, i just recently watched like stevie they made this like 45 minute stevie williams documentary and it's like really dope and uh just seeing seeing all the uh did they just put that out yeah yeah it's pretty new yeah, i've been seeing it, a lot of stuff on it. i need to check that out it's good man it's really good i watched it the other day it's on youtube uh for free and everything but yeah i uh i checked it out and like yeah just seeing seeing the style from back in the day and then a guy like stevie williams who's had so much you know um he did a lot impact on this on the culture you know um yeah you know that that is cool um yeah i'll oh, go ahead brother oh 
One other thing I've seen change is YouTube. Mm. <clears throat> Took the words out of my mouth, my man. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to. What better to talk about YouTube skate culture with than a, a man with a skateboard <laughs> YouTube channel? Um, it's changed the game. I mean, right? I mean, it's a it's a whole nother it is lane and crazy, opportunity. Man. Uh, I think it was the Nine Club. I don't know if you watched them. I don't, I'm sure I have, but I don't like regularly. You got to check it out. Oh, okay. my God. You said uh, Nine Club? The Nine Club. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Hell, yeah. The Nine Club. Uh, so, that, that's some of your favorite – that's one of your favorite YouTube channels to watch? Well, um, I'll watch them. They've kind of gotten, like, where they'll talk for hours. And okay. so I've got ADHD. I just can't do that. <laughs> But they here recently they picked back up on a lot of good skaters and information, and YouTube popped up <clears throat> with like pro skaters. Okay. So we'll say Revive Skateboards. You, I'm sure you're familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So their pros they have majority of like their pros and skaters have YouTube channels now. And yeah. That's like that's how people are making money is off of like Instagram. YouTube, because being a pro, I I personally know people that are pros, and like these dudes are still working like jobs, like they're working for the man. So, and I didn't want to do YouTube for a while, like it was so hard to put content up because I was like, yeah, I'm cool, man, I don't want to do that. But honestly, that there's like YouTube's fun, man. After doing videos, making memories, just helping people progress and make them, I don't know, just encourage them. Like, it's fun. And then, hey, if I end up getting monetized, I, you know, after a while, more power to me, I guess. But <laughs> Yeah. No, no. I, I agree with everything you just said, bro. And I feel the same way, you know, about my YouTube channel. And I, Well, the thing that started me into it is I literally, like, I, I don't even know why I pay this damn cable bill because I, when I'm like watching TV, I have it on YouTube. Like I love like other yep. podcasters, skate content, um, all types of different stuff. And, and I, I'm always watching YouTube. So that's why I, and I appreciate the like underproduced nature of it. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. Like I, I just, the, the authenticity, you know, you're watching real people. It, it's just like, it's not like, hollywood you know what i mean it's yeah. just like and, and, and that applies to all of it whether it be podcasting or skate youtubers like there's just a uh it feels like when you say you're watching a show on television it feels like the, and it doesn't just feel like there actually is like there's like so many layers of like filters and shit. Oh, yeah. it just feels so distant whenever it's just a, like an, an average guy talking into a camera straight to you it just feels like all those layers of like filters are just it's removed. All gone, and, yeah. And, and it's just, and I think that resonates with people. It definitely resonates with me. Like I said, I was a For YouTube sure. watcher and fan long before I ever decided to start uploading my own content. So, uh, yeah, man, I just like I said, I I think the same things we like about doing it is the same things that people like about watching it too. And it's 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 really cool. Dynamic. I want people to feel like they're there with us. You know. Yeah, and, and that and that and and by the way, I, I think in your videos you you guys you convey that really well, and like I and, and that that is one of the best parts about watching. I feel like a lot of skate YouTubers do that. You feel like you're like at the skate park with them, or um, 
you know and it's it, it is a, a unique experience because like traditional skate videos like like skate parts you know what i mean that and those are awesome too who doesn't like watching those but you don't feel like you're there like you're very aware that you're right. watching professionals mm. skate you know what i mean like you're yeah. and, and that's what's dope about it like i said i like watching that as much as the next guy but the skate youtube thing it's just such a different vibe such a different dynamic like i said you 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 feel like you're just hanging out with the homies or whatever and like i even i i'll be real i even kind of like the fact because one of the big knocks against like youtube skaters quote unquote is that like oh like there's better skaters out there that do you know deserve i guess more attention or whatever but the thing is it's just less relatable like especially to a guy like me i'm kind of just starting out like like when i watch Nigel houston like do something just absolutely bonkers like i don't relate to that like like you know no. i'm not even gonna like attempt that so it's just not, like it's quite i appreciate it and i get the like shock factor or wow but it's like I like when I'm watching like people, you know, a few notches down from that, they're still really good that are still doing stuff that I can't do. But like, I feel like I can learn from that. I can, yeah. uh, it's just more relatable. Like I said, it's just, it's like, I don't know, watching somebody like Niger, just those top, super top end guys, like the Red Bull team and all that. It's like, it's like watching LeBron James play basketball or Shaq. It's like, I'm never no, going to know what yeah. that feels like. You know what I'm <laughs> that saying? That looks like, cool, but <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna know what it's like to jump from the free throw line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so no, it's, it's I I thoroughly enjoy it, and I'm glad that it's like a a lane that's exploding, and it it puts the power back into the hands of the skaters as opposed to you know some executive in an office in New York or L.A. Or, you know they don't know, they don't have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, because. The people making the content are skaters, and the people watching the content are skaters. So it cuts out a lot of the middlemen and a lot of those filters that we were talking about. And I mean, there's always going to be a place for like real big sponsorships and like 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 Thrasher ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? And, and who doesn't like seeing those iconic photos and and the traditional kind of skate medium? Like I grew up, you know, getting Trans World and Thrasher mailed to the yeah. house, old school '90s style. You know what I'm saying? And uh. And I said, who doesn't, that's not going anywhere. But uh, I just think, I think that instead of YouTube skating, like taken away from that, I think it's just adding to it. It's just more skate content for everybody. And like, you know, whatever yeah. floats your boat. Because those professional style videos are still out there, if that's what you're oh, into. Yeah. But it also offers something more approachable for maybe either newer skaters or kids or whatever the, the, the case may be. Um, and this is going to kind of what I want to talk about too, um, is like the tribalism in skating. Like you mentioned it earlier, like, Oh, I'm a core skater or there's like YouTube skaters or Instagram skaters or, or just whatever hype be skaters. And I feel like it, skateboarding can get like pretty clicky or like uh, yeah. tribalistic. Like, have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Yeah, man. Uh, Skate shops are a big thing. If anybody's watching, uh, there is there is that type of stuff that goes on. But uh, I don't know if you make the right moves and pretty much just don't step on people's feet. Nobody's really gonna care. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I came at it the wrong way a while back. Of course, I made amends with a guy, and we're we're cool now. We hang out, talk, all that. But. And, but I didn't realize it. So, I, you know, 
I came, I came into, yeah, I came back into, I came back into skating and, uh, was mind blown by just Instagram and YouTube and all that. I don't know what it was, but it just got in my head. And so, uh, but anyways, it was already out there, but there's, there, there's tribal stuff. It's just like skate park etiquette. Like there's just, there's things, there's things that are kind of common sense, but I mean, if you take a look around for a second, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think, I think something that's been real helpful for me, I think, I think what people, what, what happens with some new skaters or whatever is it's like, okay, I don't want to seem like a noob. I don't want to seem like a poser. So then they like overcompensate and act like they yep. think they know what the fuck is up. And it's like me, I, I just, I might as well have had a sign on my head. Like, I don't know what the fuck is up. Like, I was always down to get like, uh, you know, educated or just, you know, any, pretty much anybody that gave me any type of pointer or tip. Um, I, you know, I just, I, I absorbed it and learned from it. And, and you know, yeah. I just, I think you can't go there with like uh, thinking, you know, what's up if you don't yeah, know just, what's up. Yeah. Just go there and be humble. Have fun. Humble. That's the word. Yeah, That's man. the word, bro. For sure. Um, so th something that's been unique for me is like, I've pretty much been learning to skate like by myself, like for the most part, like I said, there's been a few nice people at skate park giving me a point or two and, you know, you know, thank, thank God for those people. But, uh, I've pretty much been learning just by myself, trial and error and like YouTube videos and things like that. Um, how did you like learn to skate? Did you like learn coming up like with the crew, with your crew? Um, or my, did you... uh, my big brother. Oh, cool. No, <laughs> oh, that's what's up. He, uh, he, I, I was using his skateboard for a while. He would let me use it when I was a little kid. And then I went to a wedding. I remember this like it was yesterday. Uh, I went to a wedding and I was a, uh, what is it? Flower boy. I don't know what it is. Uh, ring but, bearer uh, probably, but, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was a ring bearer. Not the flower boy. The girls toss out the flowers. I'm crazy, man. Uh, anyways. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, I went, we went to their house and he was like, Hey man, I've got this old Ron John skateboard. And, uh, that's how I started skating um, from my brother. And then he would take me, he would, he's about six years older than me, okay. but he would still take me out with the crew. And that's how I know all like the OG skaters here Okay. Um, that, that have like, I'm sure I've came around Jamie Thomas before, but I was so young. I don't, I don't remember that, but like I, I still skate daily with these people that have skated with him and that have started the whole scene here in our area. So it's really cool to see all that, and it's really cool just to see new generations pop up. That's the oh coolest yeah, thing, man. oh yeah, man. Uh, speaking of new generation, man, these kids nowadays are just so good, mm -hmm. man. Like. Uh, like, when I was at the skate park in Lake Tahoe in the summer, they actually have a pretty decent skate park. You just can't use it half the year. Um, and there's, like, a lot of transition and stuff. But uh, these kids, I'm talking, like, these kids are like maybe sixth grade. Like, a lot of them, you know, still have squeaky voices and stuff. And they're just sending it, flying they're around. putting something in that food. Yeah, man, catching air. Like, like, doing stuff that, like, legit would have been in a professional part, like, 20 years ago. Like, seriously, yep. yeah. It, it, it's wild. Like, uh, it's like, I, like, and it's crazy to see how far skateboarding's comes. Like I was watching like an old like Bam Margera part the other day. And, you know, Bam's a legend. Everybody loves Bam. But like yeah. as far as like the actual, some not all, but some of the stuff he was doing, it's like damn. Some of the like you know middle schoolers can can send that They're nowadays. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's uh, 
the youth, man, is it's crazy well, that's where, where they're pushing it. That's where YouTube and Instagram comes into play. Yeah. Is you have these kids like my son, he's eight. Uh oh, he dope. started skating. He started skating when he was six. Yeah, about six. And like within a week he was going down ramps and all that. And I'm like, How are you doing this? Like I was That's on my cool. knees pushing around on a skateboard. <laughs> and now that I'm watching YouTube and Instagram a lot and the nine club talked about this before. Uh, these kids, they come home from school and they watch all this skating, and that's what they have to look to. Rather yeah. than us in the rather than us in the '90s, we literally had to wait for a video to come out. I, I remember I, my mom got me like the Tony Hawk tip tricks at like a garage sale or some shit back mm -hmm. in like it was like the early 2000s or late '90s. Like yeah, I. Uh, yeah, exactly, and, and I would watch that, but then you you couldn't like watch it and then do it. You'd have to like watch it inside on the VHS and then go out <laughs> to the it. driveway. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, like just the the level of access to the, that these kids have um, with just all the tutorials and stuff. I mean, not even just kids. Like hell, that's what I'm. That's how I'm relearning. Yeah, that's how I'm learning, and it's such a valuable resource. It really is. Um, I said it probably not not a substitute to like actually in person somebody showing you, but for so many people out there, myself included, uh, you know that you don't really like. I don't really know any other skaters out here. Like I, I like I I'll say what's up to people at the skate park and stuff. Like I didn't grow up here and stuff, so it's not like I have like an original crew. You know what I mean? So, uh, right. but yeah, it's it's such a nice resource. These kids, these kids nowadays are amazing with it. Uh, you ever uh, built any ramps or like built any DIY like obstacles or anything like that? Uh, I haven't personally myself. I've helped with it, but um, where I grew up here in South Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I, I lived out in the country, so we did have to. My my uh, older brother and my dad would build like quarter pipes and ramps out in our driveway. And I was involved in that, and then the uh, some of the new DIYs that are popping up. I can't get out out there all the time because it's a drive away. But I try to get out there and help out when I can. But um, no, that's cool, man. I, uh, I I found myself building a little grind box a few weeks back, and it turned out halfway decent. I mean, it's a little sketch, but it does. I seen job. it. It looked cool, yeah. man. Yeah, no, it's it's fun, and it fits in the back of my like Subaru perfectly. We can take it to like parks and shit. It's cool, uh, but. Uh, I just I had never built anything in my life in my like like as far as like screws and nails and all wood and going to Home Depot I never I I never done anything like that in my life and it was just I thought it was funny like as I was like sawing through metal like trying to make this thing I was like who the hell would have thought that like <laughs> skateboarding would have me out here freaking being bob the builder and shit yeah, I, just, yeah. and I think that's pretty common too like a lot of skaters are like good builders and shit and like probably oh, yeah. wouldn't be if they didn't skate it's, it's, i think right. that's a common thing it's you have to be resourceful you know especially you know living in, if you do live in a small town or somewhere without a ton of skate parks um you know yeah you got to be resourceful to skateboard you know like uh and even when, me like oh sorry go ahead bro when COVID-19 started and we had the shutdown and the skate park was actually shut down, mm. I had to resort to that. Well, I went and got two pallets, uh, a sheet of plywood, and made yep. a little box out of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Every skater is going to be lurking in the back of, like, Home oh. Depot's and Target's, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like, like I said, I felt, I felt, I don't know. Most people don't even care, you know. They're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, you can use them. We're not going to use them. They just throw them away. So yeah, no, that's what's up, man. Have, have you ever been to California ever? Yeah. Oh, dope, I went um, 2010. The day after I graduated, I went to uh, Edwards Air Force Base. Okay. I don't know if you know where that is. I don't know where. It's like two hours from L.A. Okay, okay. Probably a little far, further south than me. But, uh, and then there was a skate park called the Skate Lab. Man, where was that? That's a cool uh, name. <laughs> dude, it, it's, le- it's a legendary skate park. They sadly shut down a couple of years ago. Oh, I can't remember what the city was called. Dang. Uh, it's all good. But, I can probably look it up. Yeah, look it up, dude. So many. They had a beginner area, advanced area. It was awesome. Hell yeah, man! Uh, if you ever find yourself out in the bay, man, I'd love to, like I'd love to show you around because, like, man, there's so many skate parks like in all different parts of town. Oh man, it looks like you might have froze up. Are you still there with me? Yeah, I'm here. You froze up too. Oh, okay. Are we oh, good? There you I are. Think we're good. All right, sweet, sweet. Uh, I was saying, yes, you say, you're in the... Oh, what's up, bro? You say Bay Area? Is that San Francisco? Yes, yeah. So, so the Bay Area is essentially like a like three cities. So how how it works is there's San Francisco, and then it's like a it's a bay, right? So the bay is shaped like this. So on the here's San Francisco. On the other side of the bay is Oakland, and then at the bottom of the bay is like where I'm at. It's like San Jose or like Fremont, where they film a lot of the Braille videos. Uh, that that that's that's like that's like considered the South Bay. So there's South Bay, then there's East Bay, which is like anything close to Oakland, San Lorenzo, like like that area. And then there's uh and then there's like San Francisco, San Mateo. That's called the Peninsula. Right. So so it's a okay. big area. Yeah, it's a big area. It, it can, the Bay can mean like there, there's like a couple hundred mile radius where the Bay could technically like mean. But yeah, okay. so. I'm I'm in the South Bay. Um, yeah, I said uh, San Jose. It's like not far from like Santa Clara. It's like Fremont, where like a lot of the like the Braille videos are filmed. I, I go to that skate park all the time. That's probably the best skate park I've been to. That skate park is so damn amazing. Like, cause it has it has everything. Like, like usually different skate parks have like one thing. Like, oh, if you want this, go to this one. But that one has everything, and it's yeah. so big and spread out. But like, even when it's crowded, you can find something to skate there. Like, it's oh, for like. Sure. There's, there's there's so many different areas of it so that i love going to that skate park i, I need to go more often but uh yeah man it, it's crazy bro there's like literally probably at least 15 skate parks within an hour uh, probably more by an hour probably 20 skate parks and, and, and like most of them are good like there's a couple sus ones that like like so I, I when I, I when I first started skating again, I did this thing where I was like literally just pulling up essentially Google Maps and searching the skate parks, and I was just going, just try, essentially trying to try them all, you know. See, and uh, I went to one, and I had like low ratings and stuff. I was like, oh, you know, how bad could it be? And like I show up, and like down in the bowl, they're like shooting a music video with a bunch of guns and shit. <laughs> and, what? Like, I shit you not. And they had like fucking pit bulls and guns and shit like filming a music video on the bowl and i was like oh all right bet probably won't be coming back, back. <laughs> so i, I, I kind of understand the uh the low ratings man but um 
But man, brother, um, how you doing on time? Are you are you needing to are you needing to? Oh, get dude, going? I'm chilling, bro. You're chilling. All right, awesome, man. That's what's up. I don't want to, you know, impose in, in, in too much on your night. Nah, you're um, good. But man, uh, what what's the worst uh, injury you've had on, in your skateboarding journey? Uh, right, right now it's just ankles. Uh, I just haven't been like, I haven't been working out like I should. And with skating, you need to work out. You have yeah. to. Uh, growing up in the 90s exercising wasn't a thing but it's a thing man everybody needs to work out uh the funniest one i've had is i broke my nose by getting it stuck in a pipe from skating oh really yeah oh man i got that big nose oh man i got i got mine busted up in a street fight back in the day but uh man i hit uh, a pebble (laughs) You hit a pebble and just face first. Just, just I face first and slid into a flat bar we had. Ooh, oh man! So, but I mean, honestly, bro, all things considered, a broken nose and some sprained ankles in twenty years—that ain't that ain't. That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. I think most skaters would take that. You know, if you get like, hey, yeah. you can skate for twenty years, but have a couple of ankles and a busted nose. I think most people would be cool with that. Yeah. That's what's up. My um, so I had. I played football for like 13 years and like that was my thing. And, you know, that's obviously really rough on your body. So my, uh, my big thing I struggle with, like my right knee, like just like my meniscus, like it gets swollen and I'll have to take a couple of days off. And like, it's not even like banging it or hitting it or even falling. Like there'll be days I don't fall once. And like the next day I can hardly walk. It's just, it's just previous damage from my football career. You know, it gets, it gets aggravated. So that's the frustrating thing is, you know, obviously the best way to get good at skating is to skate often. And, like, I can pretty much only skate, like, once every other day or, like, once every other, you know, like, sometimes I'll have to take two days off. But uh, but I stretch a lot. That's something I'm learning. I feel like not enough not enough skaters stretch before they before they skate. I feel like that can – You got to, man. Yeah. That, that'll definitely help avoid a lot of injuries, especially if you're over the age of 25. You know, you got you to gotta get nice and warmed up. Um well, how do you warm up? Like when you first get to the skate park, you just pop a couple ollies, or what do you what do you do to get warmed up? Uh, for me, getting warmed up, I'll show up, I'll stretch a little bit, I'll skate around the park, just like pump up and down the quarter pipes. Okay. Uh, do a few ollies, a uh, couple board slides, and then I'll stop again and stretch. You know, another few minutes. So oh. I'll just keep going back and forth until I get fully you know, relaxed and stressed out. Yeah. No, man, I, um, I'm so glad guys like, like, like Andy Anderson and, you know, like John Hill, like watching their videos, they always like emphasize it. Cause like, you know, I already Got felt to, like the old, old guy or whatever. And like, and I didn't, but I was like, fuck it, man. I'm not trying to get hurt. You got to stretch, man. And, uh, yeah. and, it, it, and, and it helps you get one. And also I feel like just just getting warmed up in general there's like stretching getting physically warmed up but then even like getting like your mind and your feet like that connection like just the timing is is important like because i you'll save yourself a lot of frustration because like you can't like when i first got started getting back into it you know you'll you'll show what especially when you're when you're first starting out like you'll literally get better every time you go to the skate park so like you'll you'll leave feeling fucking on top of the world like oh i'm so good at skateboarding and then i would i would i would show up the next day and try to like pick up where i left off and you can't do that you gotta like build back up every time well like even a lot of people they'll like 
I'm not progressing. I learned this trick a week ago, and I'm like, I came back, and now I'm still trying to learn the trick. And what people aren't thinking about is you're still progressing no matter what because you're building up muscle memory. Yes. So what, um, when do you consider yourself as, as like, I've learned that new trick? Like, do you have to do it like X amount of times or do you have to do it like on an X obstacle? Or like, when do you like feel confident that like, I got this trick in my bag now? It, pretty much when you can do it almost every time. When, when you quit, when you're completely confident with it, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was younger, I would learn a trick and move on from it, and that's hurt me. That hurt me whenever I started back skating because I would try to do that trick, and I'm like, "What the heck?" Whereas now, when I skate, I'm more patient, and I just keep doing the trick over and over and over and over again, even if I have it. I still do it, just like uh, Neen Williams. I don't know if you're if you're aware of who that is. That name sounds familiar. He skates for Death Wish, and he has a thing called the Straight Eight. So he's really big on working out too. Um, but he'll he'll do his little stretches. But he he's got Straight Eight, so he'll go out and do eight tricks in a row, and it's the same tricks every single session, street or skate park. He'll go out there and do it. And he will not do anything else until he gets those eight tricks in a row. That's a great way to go about it, man. That's a yep. great way to go about it. You can't show up and just start trying to send it. You really can't, um, especially when you're starting, when you're just learning now. Yeah, no, I'm even learning. Uh, I freaking, I had to learn that the hard way, bro. Like, it's like, you know, you, you start off, you, you you get your ollie down. Then you still, you know, you focus on like what pop shoves or just little whatever, just little beginner tricks. Right. And, um, and then I, I, uh, I essentially like thought I like had my Ollie in my bag and then I like didn't work on my Ollie for like two months straight. And then my Ollie sucked. I pretty much had to relearn them. So it's like, yeah, I I always just start off my sessions going back into the fundamentals and just kind of like he does with the eight tricks. Just, just, okay, everything that you quote say you can do, do it. You know what I'm saying? So like uh, my straight eight, of course I would do my warm up and stretches. And one of my little warm-up tricks, even though I've been skating for 20 years, is ollie. Like, I'll just sit there yeah. and ollie, 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 ollie. But my straight eight tricks would be, like, kick flip, fakie flip, hill flip, fakie flip, oh. back side pop shove it, front side pop shove it. So I try to mimic them, and it uses every muscle when you do that. So And it, it doesn't have to be crazy tricks, just basic tricks. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, man. Uh, for sure. And every trick uses a different, like little weird stabilizer muscle in your leg. Yep. Like every time I try to learn a new trick, I'll have some little like weird part of my calf be like exhausted. Be like, <laughs> Holy shit. Like I, I, I didn't, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Exactly, bro. And like, what I've really found, and this is kind of like the last little talking point I want to bring up and going to get a little deeper here in the little next level. But like, I like, like skateboarding really can be a metaphor for life because like the there's this thing and you'll relate to this i'm sure there's been a point where like you know physically what your feet need to do to do a trip but making your feet do what you need to what you know they need to do i feel like that's the perfect metaphor for life because like at the end of the day we all know what we need to be doing and what we don't need to be doing but like making ourselves do what we already know 
is like I said, that that's what I've like reminds me so much of skateboarding. Like that's what I've been able to relate to life the most out of it. Yep. And and that's like why another reason why skateboarding is getting so popular now is pretty much everything you do in skating is a life lesson. Yeah. And and people don't realize that, but like there's dudes, I don't know the guy's name, but like there's like those live speakers or whatever, they'll go out and give those motivational speech speeches. Yeah. And yeah. one of their speeches is skating. Like you sit there and watch a kid from a non-skater view. You just sit there and watch a kid just bust his ass over and over and over. And then when he lands the trick or she, when they land the trick, they're the happiest person in the world. Yeah, it was and all worth go it. That goes to not ever giving up. Like don't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter and it's the same thing with soap company like we haven't put out any kind of merchandise in a while because of COVID we should have shut down we should have been done but guess what we just hung out relaxed we found a new way to go about things which is YouTube and we're still going like we're not gonna we're, we don't give up yeah you know, innovate you got to be able to innovate yep. pivot adjust to new information 100 that's where man. skating is you just come up with new ways to do something if that guy showed you a certain way to do a trick and you can't do it come up with another way that makes it easier so yeah yeah for sure for sure man i i definitely mm -hmm. found myself relating to that as well man but uh man i said that's about all i had for you brother man i really really appreciate your time um go ahead and shout out your your um youtube channel if you have instagram whatever shout out all your, all your stuff one last time just so people can go support man all right my uh youtube channel is the soap crew uh, Instagram, Facebook is the, uh, not the, but Instagram and Facebook is Soap Company Clothing. Okay. Uh, but, dude, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate what you're doing. It's awesome. Oh, thank uh, you, man. I'm not even into MMA fighting or any of that, and I love just watching y'all talk. So oh, man. Are, I appreciate that. And your burrito talks, I don't like burritos, sadly, that much, but they're <laughs> they're cool to watch. Oh, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate the support, man. Yeah, I like I like to do the variety, you know, just try to reach different audiences, yep. you know, but then like have them all like like I started doing those burrito reviews as almost like advertising for my podcast, like lure, like kind of lure the old bait. Zones, yeah, like lure you in with the burrito reviews and maybe you'll end up watching a podcast episode while you're on my channel. Yep. You know? So, uh, but yeah, man, like I said, just trying to find new ways and new approaches, man, just like we talked about, bro. But like I said, man, it's been really great. Um, This is episode 37 of Dreadful Talk. Um, You can find me the video on YouTube and you can find the audio wherever you find your audio podcast. It's just Dreadful Talk podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you especially, man. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Keep Thank shredding, you. my guy. Looking forward to your you next too, man. Video, man. For sure, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you.